This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, Epic Investors. It is Matt Terrio from Epic Real Estate, where we show people how to invest in real estate with an emphasis on retiring early. All you got to do is this one thing, do this one thing one time, and that's shifting your focus from making mountains of cash to making streams of cash. If you do that, you are on your way and you've got everything set. You just need to back it up now with the correlate action. If this is your first time here. Glad you found us and uh, make yourself at home. If you like what you hear, then uh, make sure that uh, you hit the subscribe button before you go. If this is not your first time here, welcome back. And thank you for sharing this with your friends and family. You're the absolute best for doing that. So thank you very much. So I've got a great guest joining us today. He is an entrepreneur from Birmingham, Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Who has many businesses in the real estate space, including a wholesale a brokerage, a coaching business. As He's also owner of 70 plus rental units. He's got over 500 real estate transactions under his belt since beginning his career in 2012. He is a versatile real estate investor who holds rentals, buys tax liens and deeds, buys and sells notes, sells homes with owners. He even has a mobile home park. What does this guy not do? Oh, he's a host of the Real Estate Live podcast and teaches brand new investors how to get started in real estate. So without further ado, please help me welcome back to the show, Mr. Brian Tripp. Brian, welcome back. Matt Terrio is the man. Epic real estate. 10 years. Congratulations, man. That's incredible. Yeah. Shoot. We're halfway through that 11th year. So we will see how far we can take this. Yeah, man. One of the pioneers in the industry. I really look up to you and have for a very long time, Matt. So I'm honored to be here for the second Thanks, time. Partner. Appreciate it. Happy to have you here too. Smart dude. Good dude. Always get along when we see each other. You know your stuff. You're in the trenches and you're doing it. You're not just teaching. You, you are doing. And those are the people I like to stuff with. So that's why you're here. So you've been investing here since, uh, it's in your bio, it said 2012 is when you got started. So it's been all just easy peasy for you though your whole time, right? <laughs> you know, it's a uh, we're gonna go into this different thing. So what what are you turning to? Where are you turning to for your advice? And who's mentoring you or coaching you? You know, what actions are you gonna take? How's it changing? Tell me with your business today. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting hearing you um, repeat the bio back to me, which your bio is a little little dated that you have for me because I'm down to like hardly any rentals. Okay. literally have been selling stuff off. And not that I'm sitting here saying I'm predicting, you know, a financial crisis in 2020 or anything like that, but I've been selling everything and trying to become more kind of cash heavy, um, partnering with a lot more people, building, rela- my whole thing has been relationships from the very mm-hmm. beginning. And, and I've, I've played the long game with relationships, never asked people for really anything aside from, hey, will you come on my podcast? I really mm-hmm. never asked anyone for anything um, as I kind of came up through the little kind of guru world um, since about 2016 and just have been depositing money into the relationship bank and just mm-hmm. get, gaining equity with people and 
I have, you asked me what I'm, how I'm transitioning and things. I feel like I am, I have aligned myself with some incredible people who some, some are investors and have money and they want me to help them because I've been a wholesaler. I kind of got my start in wholesaling. Um, want me to just kind of go shop for them and kind of, I get an equity piece of that. I'm doing some, I'm, I'm starting that process mm-hmm. now, getting, getting all those pieces um, lined up and really just um, from the, the podcast world, the coaching world, aligning myself with people like you, Matt, and other people. I started REI Coaches where we're helping to coach coaches and teach them how to be coaches in the space. And it is just taken off like wildfire. So yes, we still are doing REI Live. We're in five locations throughout the Southeast. But um, man, just everything that I have done to this point to your point has been right. You know, a lot of the people that got in it after 08, really after 2010 or 11, we've never really known bad times. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'd love to kind of get your take on this. I'm sure you've talked about it recently, but it looks like some tough times are headed our way. And mm-hmm. my question would be for, for anyone who might be listening is what have you been doing while times were good? Have you been preparing for something like this or have you just been kind of, oh, it's always going to be this way? I've had people in my corner, in my camp say, it's not always going to be this way, Brian. It's not always going to be this way. You better stock up. Um, A mutual friend of ours, um, Jason Medley, told me about a year and a half ago, hey, all your C and D properties that you got, yeah, it sounds cool. You got 70 something rentals, but all your C and D properties, you might want to think while we're at the top of the market or close to it, you might want to think about getting rid of some of them. Mm-hmm. So I've took that advice and took some advice from other people who I really trusted. And I feel like I am very well positioned to take advantage of what might be coming. Well, that's good. Good. Cause you know, if you didn't do that in advance, it's too late to do it now. <laughs> right. So fantastic. You got some good people in your corner. That's good. Um, so what does the actual business look like for you right now? Yeah. Are live real estate investing live? We are a live events business. Mm-hmm. We help local entrepreneurs, local real estate investors develop local coaching programs in their markets. And that is very difficult to to do because we do it through the power of live events. And you do live events. I know tons of people who do live events and it's just not the same. We're trying to do some Zoom stuff. It's just not the same at all. Um, I'm a big believer. I think real estate is two things. I think it's local, which I kind of mentioned a second ago, and it's live People miss that second part. Real estate is live. You can do it virtually, but I am under the heavy opinion that real estate is best done belly to belly, face to face. And our business, Real Estate Investing Live, it has definitely taken a hit because we're a live events business. So I've had to pivot where we do masterminds now virtually. Not the same, but it's better than nothing. We're meeting more often, which is a good thing. Um, And we're... We think, I think that we're going to be out of this sooner rather than later. And I think we're going to be back to live events sooner rather than later. Um, but I think the real estate landscape, the economy, the economic landscape is going to be vastly different. So REI Live, we're doing a lot of webinars. Um, I'm, again, building relationship equity with people. I'm trying to give away as much as I can, which has kind of been my mantra. I'm trying to, um, we're, we're doing these webinars where I'm just building email lists and doing things like that. Just trying to position myself for what 
is probably to come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, it's tough to do live events right now, <laughs> right? And it's, it doesn't, I was on a, a mastermind call. It was like a four-hour call on Zoom. And uh, yeah, wasn't quite the same. It's tough. It, totally. It was a little bit, it's setting to a little bit more focused though, like uh, more intentional, right? Because we got this window of opportunity to, to get this done and, and share. And, uh, you know, it was all about business. So not a whole lot of joking around like the live, the live mastermind events can be, which are a whole lot of fun. I really miss them. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that, that's where, that's where real relationships happen. Yeah. Is it the live events? That's where really, I mean, I knew you and you knew me, but where we really got to know each other is when we saw each other face to face Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. can have those conversations. And it's that, that is the piece. People do business with people that they like. Obviously, you know, we know the no like and trust thing, but it's really the the middle word like. Like's got the more power. Yep. If I don't like you, I don't care if your product is twice as cheap. It doesn't matter. I'm not buying your product. I don't like you. So Mm -hmm. it, the likability comes from really and truly spending the quality time and quality time is best done face to face. Amen. So your real estate stuff though, what, what is, uh, are you just kind of on pause right now? Wholesaling. I'm wholesaling. wholesaling. Okay. So, uh, how are those conversations changed? Like with sellers for you in the last three, four weeks, my wholesale business is I'm not the acquisitions guy ever. Okay. My wholesale business is, Hey, bring me your deals. I've got a buyer's list. Let's partner. That's my wholesale business. I haven't talked to a seller. I mean, I don't want to say in in a long time. I rarely talk to sellers. Let me just put it that way. If I need to step in and negotiate, I will. Um, But hey, wholesalers, especially if you're in the Birmingham market, bring me your deals. My buyer's list is massive. It's active of people who are buying right now today. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're ready to go. So Sweet. So how is your conversation with your wholesalers different then in the last three weeks? It's been awesome because a lot of the wholesalers are like, because a lot of the wholesalers I know that are going to do business with me haven't really been in the game that long. I probably coached them or I probably got them into real estate because mm-hmm. I've been kind of the, the main kind of thing in town here as far as, you know, in Birmingham, you want to, if you want a meetup to go to a, a real estate meeting, a webinar, a training, it's probably me that's doing it. So I know a lot of these people anyway, and they're having a hard time selling deals mm-hmm. and one of the first things I did when all this stuff was going down is I got on the phone, Matt. I'm on the phone constantly and sending text messages and just talking to people. Again, it's, it's such an unbelievable relationship business. And just, hey, are you buying? Okay, you're not buying. Okay, finding out there's a lot of hedge funds here in Birmingham. Which hedge funds are pulling out? Which ones are slowing down? Which ones are just full force ahead? Which ones have changed their buying criteria? That's stuff I want to know right away. And so, I've got wholesalers calling me up. Hey, I can't sell this deal. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And so got I it. just play middleman and I put pieces okay. together, put deals together and been able to do that from my, um, I'm at my dining room table right now. I had to, had to get my banner and bring it home. <laughs> it's like I'm a banner <laughs> behind me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. So wholesalers are, are having a little bit more of a, a difficult time finding the buyers. Um, but you've got a list of buyers. How is that you've made all these calls and you've made, you've reached out to them. How has your conversation with all of your buyers changed? It's, it's vastly different. Every conversation I have, some people Mm -hmm. like one of the biggest players in town said, I'm not buying anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? And I've had about an hour long conversation with them. And and it was interesting conversation. This is about a month ago. He's like, I'm not buying anything. And about, um, I was on the phone with him about three days ago and he's like, man, I'm out of inventory. 
I'm going to have to start buying again <laughs> because stuff's flying off the shelves. Things are still selling so, so fast here. So it's like, I got to get back to buying. So that really the consensus has been in the beginning, hey, let's pump the brakes. Let's see what's going to happen. But when, and I know the data is about a month old, but all the data that keeps getting released is like, and in the real life scenario is I've got a house and it sells immediately for full asking price and we're getting multiple bids still, even in the turnkey um, space, same things are kind of happening. It's, it's very difficult to um, stay out of it if you're in it. When you see these results, these immediate results, I think I'm on the personal opinion that things are going to change. But right now, today, as we sit at, you know, in the middle uh, towards the end of April, it's mm-hmm. really not tons of changed yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it will, Matt. I mm-hmm. think you would probably agree. I think a lot of people are, are, are under that agreement that it's, things are going to change for right. sure. Well, they always do, right? It's just that with so much uncertainty, it's like to, to what degree and how long will it last? How deep will it go? For sure. Are, are the, big, the big questions. Um, but I know uh, the wholesalers are going to, you know, the, the big challenge for a wholesaler going into a market that's headed the other direction is keeping up with the values. Because sure. you have to like be ahead of it to buy it so you can still sell it at what's a, a corresponding high price in the market at that time. But Matt, even more so, a, a rehabber is a, it has more exposure. Because oh, totally. a rehabber, like a wholesaler, I might only have this property for two or three or four weeks. A rehabber is going to have this property for two, three, five, six, eight months. Yep. So they have to be even more cautious about values changing rapidly. Yep. At, I got, I mean, Mercedes and I haven't done like a real bona fide rehab ourselves where we were on the hook for everything in probably three or four years. Cause that was Smart. when we were kind of anticipating the cycle. Cause we went through the one the first time and everyone that was holding rehabs are the ones that really got burned. Right. So we haven't done that in a while. So I, I'm just like, I'm going to buy and hold, or I'm just going to flip it really fast and get rid of it. So moving forward, what do, you, what do you see as, what are you predicting to be the big risks in, uh, say, in the next six to 12 months? And how are you, what are you doing to mitigate those? Risks is, is rehabbing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like the rehab game at all. Um, similar to you, I, I really got out of it. Um, and I wasn't doing a ton of it anyway, but I really got out of it um, a couple of years ago. Um, I think wholesaling is going to still be very effective. I think our our landscape has changed and people are more comfortable talking through Zoom, talking on the phone, selling how like just normal mom and pop sellers, they're more comfortable selling over the phone. You're going to see a lot more virtual wholesaling, which means I'm not limited to my market here in Birmingham. I can hold not that I'm necessarily trying to wholesale anywhere, but I can. I don't I think there are a lot of people that have been in this business for a long time that think wholesalers are going to go away and wholesalers are going to get crushed. I don't think that at all. I think wholesalers are going to, because this is different. This is not 2008. This, this is completely different. This is not the housing market that caused all this stuff, right? So we're, we're going to see, wholesalers are needed. In 2008, 9, 10, there weren't a ton of wholesalers. There are now. And there are some very, pretty sophisticated wholesalers and wholesale businesses out there. Wholesalers are going to be needed. Buy and hold is going to be huge. Turnkey is going to, which I know you guys do a lot of, is going to be big. This is the stuff that that I'm I'm banking on. I'm putting, I'm getting my pieces ready now and my pieces look like relationships. I'm finding the people with money 
I already found them, but really having those conversations now where I'm cashing in some of that relationship equity I've been building up to say, hey, I know you're an investor. I know you don't want to do a lot of work. I'm the relationship guy. I've got great deals. Are you ready to go buy when this stuff starts coming down? Because it already has. Prices are already coming down. In our market where we are, the $80,000 price, the sixty dollars to $80,000 price point, which is a solid B property here in Birmingham, mm-hmm. those houses are on sale right now. They're on sale and we're, we're getting close to being ready to go to start just scooping up as many of these as we can when stuff. Mm-hmm. But risk-wise, Matt, to answer your question, I think people who are flipping houses, you, I think all, people are always going to be able to flip a house. You're always going to have house flippers out there. But house flipping is going to be even more. I think creative stuff is going to be huge. Um, I remember in 2014, 15, which we were, we were kind of out of it by then, but 2014 and 15 is when I did a lot of subject to, a lot of lease option, um, some wrap mortgages, a lot of creative stuff because sellers are willing. I've found in the last two or three years, the sellers are a lot less willing to do creative things like that just because stuff has been selling so fast. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff is coming back and it's going to come back big time where sellers just can't sell a property for their price. And now someone that is savvy and they can understand subject twos, they can understand how a lease option really works. They can understand how to buy a house on options and using options contracts um, sophisticatedly enough to where they can do that, that is going to be where I'm going to end up making um, the majority of my money. That's what I foresee. That's what I'm banking on. Yep. No, I totally agree. I think uh, the creative acquisitions, This you're actually being interviewed in the middle of creative acquisition April here on the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. And uh, yeah, this is where I built everything here at Epic was doing that. So you're Matt, right. The last am, few years, there's been a lot of resistance from sellers and accepting those types of offers. And I've been putting them out there. I've been trying and, you know, we get one to pop here and there, but not like it used to be, but it's about to be like it used to be. And what you, well, you set a point like this is not 2008. You're absolutely correct. It's not. But the big thing that you have to look at with regard to the economy is the job loss and, and the small business loss, right? Like, although it was caused, not caused by something in the economy, it is something that will certainly impact the economy, right? Um, you know, when we get released from our, our house arrest that we're all on right now. House, uh, what house arrest? You, you got palm trees in the background. What are you talking about? I know, right? That's my, my, my virtual background. Um, but uh, once we get released from this, you know, a lot of people will go back to work, but a lot of people will not because their jobs just won't be there because their employers couldn't uh, withstand it. So we will see. Like, it's, it's a lot of uncertainty. I'm not going to pretend to predict. I just know what I'm really good at is going to work better than it's worked in the last couple of years. So. Agree. Yep, that's all I'm saying. Um, I wish everybody the best, though. I, and I wish that people weren't having to die to create this opportunity. That's a, a tragic thing. It's terrible. Um, but, uh, hey. We got no control over that. We only have control on how we respond to it, right? And uh, a lot of people are going to be looking for relief when we come out of this. And people have got some equity in their house. And that's going to be their source of relief, right? And uh, a traditional sale through a real estate agent is just not going to be a viable solution. They're going to need it faster than that. So I think uh, there's there's definitely some good opportunity from all around. I agree. Sweet, dude. Um, so... I don't know. Maybe you've already said it, but uh, what's it, what's in the future that's got you really excited? I'm pumped up about um, 
I've never been through, uh, you know, bad times, bad economic times as a business owner. And I've been preparing for this for probably longer than I should have been because there've been a lot of people that have taken advantage of the past couple of years that I probably haven't done a good job of. But I feel like I'm well positioned, especially again, relationship wise. I think, you know, if I can give some advice to some people who are, who who might be watching this or listening to this, I think relationships, that's why we, we started REI Live, Real Estate Investing Live. I think real estate being live is such an important concept for people to understand and for you to really develop relationships and real estate for so long, Matt has been, at least when I got first got into it and for so long, it's been such a cutthroat industry. It's been such a, I'm going to do this and I don't care what these other people are doing. And if I have to step on this toe or step on this toe to get that deal, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get these deals. I think real estate in particular is going to see a massive shift in that philosophy and that thinking, it already has really and truly, but you're going to continue to see a shift in trying to do it alone to really building teams and partnering, partnering even with people who might be your competitor. You see them as a competitor today, six months from now, they might be on your team um, Mm -hmm. and you're working together. We're going to see a lot more collaboration than we ever have. And my mantra for the past three or four years has been collaboration over competition anyway. Um, Even the local RIA that that was here and kicked me out (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I started my own. Um, I've never spoken ill will about them. And I've always encouraged everybody to go to everything. So I think collaboration is going to be on the rise. You're not going to see real estate as the cutthroat industry that it used to. We're going to see people working together to solve problems and solve issues. So I think the more that you can get out of the mindset of, you know, the scarcity mindset and move over to the abundance mindset that because just because I get a house does not mean there's one less house out there for you. It does not mean that. So let's let's have an abundance mindset and let's go solve people's problems, solve people's issues, because that ultimately is how you're going to get paid by being a problem solver, being a transaction engineer, understanding not just wholesaling, not just rehabbing or buy and hold, but truly understanding how to do a subject to deal, the ins and outs of it, everything that has to do with it. And by the way, Matt, there are people teaching subject to right now that it, it's disgusting to listen to it and to watch it. And people are going to get in a lot of trouble. So you need to be careful who you're listening to and getting your advice from. But subject two is going to be incredible, an incredible resource, a tool for you to have in your toolbox. Understanding options, not just lease options, but just options and option contracts in general. Um, Understanding how to negotiate with a seller on terms. Matt, I know know you were talking about this a second ago. How many houses did I get with zero, did I negotiate, negotiate zero interest? Principal only payments, zero down, zero interest. And everyone's like, you can't do that. That stuff is possible. And understanding how to talk to a seller and negotiate those kinds of terms, it's, it's just going to be a whole new world and a whole, whole new ball game. And I'm excited for that because like you said, it's like, that's what I'm good at. That's what I'm the best at. So that's kind of where I see things headed and, and I'm, uh, I'm fired up about it. Preaching to the choir, brother. So... If uh, someone wanted to get in touch with you, Mr. Brian, what would be the best way for them to do that? You know, Facebook and Instagram is going to be best. Um, I'm just, you know, facebook.com forward slash Brian Tripp. Super easy. And There's Instagram, an E at the end of Brian Tripp. T-R-I-P-P-E. Yep. 
Yeah, silent E at the end. And then uh, Instagram is Brian J. Trip. I got I, someone's got my handle, so I got to put my middle initial in there. Don't Brian you hate J. that Tripp. when that happens? I do, but uh, you probably don't have that. You've got a pretty uh, no, but there's 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 lots of other epic real estates out there. Oh, are there? I didn't know. Yeah, there's epic real estate solutions, epic real estate ideas. Epic you need to put them to funding. bed, man. Huh? You need to put them to bed, put them out of their and, misery. Yeah, there's another podcast, the Epic Real Estate Revolution podcast just came out. I'm like, I've been doing this for 11 years. Did y'all even do any research at all? Like, what were you thinking? Anyway, um, those aren't me, by the way. Then, uh, yeah, cool. Well, Matt, thanks, bud. Good to see you again. Can't and, thank you uh, enough, man. Thanks I, for stopping I'm, by. I love what you do for the community. I know I kind of said this in the beginning, but what you have done for the real estate community, one of the OGs of podcasting for the real estate people. And one of the first ones I listened to when I got started in 2012. And I love your show. I love what you do. As much content as you put out. And guys, if you're not listening to this on a consistent basis, I want to encourage you to subscribe. And not only that, make sure you're watching a lot of Matt's videos on your YouTube channel. Your videos are incredible, man. I'm just, it fires me up as a content creator to watch your stuff. And oh, you put awesome. one out Thanks, a couple of weeks ago that I just, it blew me away. So guys go subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm sure it's going to be in the show notes. Click and subscribe to that thing. Cause Matt puts out some incredible videos. Well, thanks Brian. I appreciate that buddy. Sweet. All right. So yeah, I'll see you soon. All right, man. All right. Alrighty. So if you found this episode valuable, probably a good chance you know somebody else who would find it valuable as well. And when that person's name comes to mind, feel free to share it with them and ask them to click the subscribe button when they get here and I'll take great care of them. Always do. All right, that's it for today. God loves you and so do I. Peace, health, blessings, success to you. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.